some reviews. Disney feature length films. Show cartoons. We bought VHS tapes. Every title we could. Disney is our business. Business is good. Hello, governors. <laughs> Governor? And governets. Governets? Is that the proper proper term? Probably. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode. Oh, let's get down to business. Are you going to do that the whole episode? I might. I've been thinking, you know, what what kind of accents I'm going to be doing. And uh, it's going to be going in and out of like... Uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh my God. Uh, I'm so sorry, you guys. Flight of the Concords, uh, the Prestige, you know. Uh, it's just how I feel. This is almost as bad as Dick Van Dyke's accent. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was say that, like, I mean, not, not to get right into the review or anything like that, but that was one of the most striking parts I didn't want to of the entire movie. I mean, and we love, and we love your boy DVD. We we do, DVD. we do. Dick Van Dyke. No, I know, it's just funny. Yeah, but uh, the accent. I didn't. Dick, want, I, I really hope you're not proud of it. I didn't want to say anything while we were watching. Yeah. It. Oh, by the way, this is let's get down to business. Yeah. Hey, and we uh, we're gonna be reviewing a, a little movie called Mary Motherfucking Poppins, but without the MFN. Maybe you maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you've heard of her. Yeah, you might have. I've never seen it before. Never heard of her. So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Mary Poppins this week, this episode. <laughs> and we have a short for you called Alice's Circus Days, which was an Alice short. Our second one. Yeah. Right? Our second one? Yeah, our second one. Well, actually, second or third. It's our second. Okay. Yeah. But it is also very quiet because <laughs> it it's silent. quiet. But before we get into that, hi, everybody. Yeah, hey. Hey. I feel like you're just jumping in. You gotta slow it down, baby. I'm sorry. Slow it down a little. No. Get them, get them ready. You know. We might. We probably have guys listening to this. Let's just be honest here. <laughs> no, no ladies are gonna take the time to listen to this bullshit. Yeah. Now, see, now you made me forget why I wanted to slow it down. Exactly. <laughs> um. Anything new happening besides the new house? Not that I know We're of. We're getting settled in. Yeah. That's good. Um, we haven't seen a lot of movies lately. We've been really. busy. Yeah. Like, Wreck-It Ralph came out. We didn't see that. hmm Has the second Mary Poppins come out yet? Not yet. Are you sure? I don't believe so. Okay, I'm going to use this thing called Google. No, don't do that. Not while we're recording. Yeah. You know? We'll just be like, and we're back. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Poppins. That everybody hates because for whatever reason, people are hating on Emily Blunt, which is fucking sacrilege. Oh, it's out. No, it's not. It's out. Oh, we should go tonight. No, don't tell me what do. To you do you want to use two hours and 11 minutes of our life? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. Pay attention. Okay. Okay. Stay on task. I am on task, babe. So anyway... Here we are. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Uh, but first, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> and her circus days. Mm-hmm. And it's D-A-Z-E, like dorm days. Like day? What? Like dazed and what? confused. Oh, uh, I was like, what's what other one would there be? Okay. Okay. Or whatever. <laughs> it was from 1927. Mm-hmm. And it's silent. I hear they're roaring, though. The 20s? <laughs> I heard they're pretty silent. 
Uh, there is no sound. We checked like five different versions of this on YouTube. There is no sound. Yeah. Uh, this was the first film, film, <laughs> um, short in the series of Alice shorts to feature Lois Hardwick in the role of Alice. I think the one we had watched beforehand uh, was a different girl. I think so, too. I'm trying to find out who it was. (laughs) Yeah, the last one was Virginia Davis. Mm -hmm. That was it that we had watched. Yeah. So this is a new Alice. Not that I could tell because the image quality was Was so bad. I could hardly tell what was going on. So... I'm going to let you give us the plot like normal. Why, why would you do that to me? <laughs> because when I watched it, nothing happened. No, nothing did happen. There's like it's, it starts out with... It's uh, a circus. I think, I, I think they were cats. But like Stephanie said, you really couldn't tell what was going on at all. Like definitively. But because the quality was honestly, so bad. They, like back then when Disney made his 20s cartoons, you couldn't tell the difference between the animals. I, I suppose. Because you thought that one white thing was a dog, but it was a cat. Yeah. From Puss in Boots. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so there's a circus. Yeah. And Alice doesn't come in right away. It's just like circus animals doing mm-hmm. circusy things. Um, like one of them. Trainers, like whooping on some lions and tigers. Yeah, like and one of them is cleaning the spots on a giraffe yep. and he like peels them off and like shines it Spit and puts shines it back them, yeah. on. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the lion tamer thing I think is what stuck out to me the most. I think that, yeah, that was the only thing aside from seeing Alice because it was the same as the previous Alice short where she was live action herself but everything else was animated. Yeah. So it was kind of jarring in that way. Um, but aside from that, no, the only thing that sticks out to me at all is the lion tamer. And there is a scene where he is uh, working with one of the lions. There are two, but it doesn't come into play right away. And he's doing the thing where he puts his head into the lion's mouth. Like to I show, do when I try and pill the cat. I, like, pry his jaws open. Yeah, but you don't put your fucking head into his mouth. Well, because he's a cat. Yeah. So the lion chomps down on his head and... The, He's struggling. Yeah, and the guy's trying to pull his head out of the jaws, and it's not working out. Well, eventually, he just pulls so hard that pulls his head completely off. <laughs> and his, his body is still moving around, trying to get his face back, and he eventually pries the lion's jaws open and gets his head out. And then, I don't know, I thought he put his head back on, but it, he loses it eventually because I think the lion behind him just pulls it off, yeah, and, and then, then they start playing keep away with this fucking yeah. severed, decapitated head. Which is a little odd. And then the other lion, like, tucks his head into his mane mm-hmm. and puts the lion tamer's head onto his body, like yeah. the lion's body, and then he's, like, kind of dancing yeah. around, like, ooh. Yeah. I, I was kind of like, whoa, like, for the 1920s. Holy yeah, shit. I don't know. Yeah. I would say, overall, this is very, very forgettable. <laughs> I mean, even even by the, uh, the standards of silent, you know, 20s animation type of stuff. Like, it's forgettable, and it's just not It's not that funny, really. Well, we watched it, like, two hours ago, and I don't even remember it. Yeah. Like, literally forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So. So don't go out of your way. Yeah. Alice, I, I feel like a lot of these Alice shorts are just me. Yeah. It, it could just be, like, it's 2018, and they remain in the 20s, and mm-hmm. it's just not our thing, but... I don't know, I just, yeah. I don't think that's always the case, though, because even with, like, the Silly Symphonies and things yeah. like that, or or even Puss in Boots, 
was significantly better than something like this. I think even if it just had music with the recording that we watched, it would have helped a little bit. Yeah, maybe. It was just, it's hard to pay attention to. Yeah. But the quality is bad. There's no sound. It Mm. was just, yeah. Yeah. Skip it. (laughs) Two thumbs down. Is that trademark? Can we say that? Uh, I don't know. We're going to get five thumbs down. Five thumbs down. (laughs) You've heard it here from Stephanie and Kevin. Anyway, you ready? Mm-hmm. Are we get down to business? I suppose so. Let's, That's let's, kind of the point. Let's do it. Let's get down to business to Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. <laughs> now you guys get to hear some Americans do some really bad British accents. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever well, the hell accent. If you're watching Mary Poppins, you get to hear that anyway. So okay, Whatever accent Kevin does. Whatever. Uh, so Mary Poppins came out in 1964. I'm looking at the poster of this. It looks like a poster for, like, a Broadway musical. Yeah, it looks fucking awesome. Why? It looks like she's doing the tango, like, the, mm-hmm. the dance pose that they're doing. It doesn't look like the movie that we're going to get. Yeah. It's a little odd. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look very classy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's based on... Mary Poppins is based on the book by the same name by P.L. Travers. Uh, it was Julie Andrews' feature film debut. <laughs> she had done a lot of theater before that. Theater! Theater! The estimated budget was between four point four to six million dollars. That's about what things have been. Been. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, Dalmatians was less. Right. Geography brought it down. The film was shot entirely at the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank, and they used painted scenes of London for the background. Wow! Did you know that it was not actually shot in London, babe? I did not know that. <laughs> Are you joking with me right now? No, I, I no I. I mean, I'm not going to say, like, oh, that looks just like London, but I didn't know where the oh, fuck this shot is at. fucking real. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, it contains... This is what I was laughing at earlier when you were like, what the fuck? It contains Disney's favorite song ever, Feed the Birds. Really? Tuppets, babe. Tuppets. He liked it so much that he would stop by, like, the songwriter's studio and be like, will you play it for me? Play it for me. Yeah. Walt Disney is a weird fucking guy. I know! God. Like, of all the songs in this movie, which we'll get to, anyway, uh, they used a special effects uh, technique called yellow screen or sodium vapor process. Mm -hmm. So instead of, like, blue screen, um, it was a blank white screen behind them, and the lights that they used had, like, sodium vapor, which made it look yellow to the camera. It's a big process. They only had one camera that did it because it was such a pain in the ass to like make the camera to make it work. Oh, technology. And then blue screen got better. So there's only like three Disney movies that ever used this technique. Mm -hmm. Uh, So basically how this movie came about is Walt Disney's daughter fell in love with the book Mary Poppins. Yeah. And she like made him promise to make a film about it. Well, he tried to buy the rights like he does, I guess he would do. Yeah. In 1938. And the author was like... No. What a badass. That's she, what I'm talking about. Well, she thought that, like, the movie wouldn't do it justice. Yeah. And Disney at the time. Which like, is I, pretty fair if you're an author. Yeah. Like, thinking about how your stuff is going to be adapted, it's usually it usually doesn't go over well. Yeah. And, like, in 1938, like, Disney was still making cartoons. Yeah. So she was like, I don't want a fucking cartoon movie. Hey, I don't fucking care about cartoons. Yeah. Because she's probably, you know, English and old, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like not not racist. Um, awful. Yeah, like yeah, pretty awful. Yeah, I apologize. Countryist. I don't know. Oh my god, babe. 
We'll start new terms. Yeah. Uh, but Disney kept pestering her. <laughs> yeah. Like elitist, but... I, I understand what you're saying. It's just stupid. <laughs> uh, Disney pursued, though, he kept at it. Until about 1961, she finally said yes. What a fucking monster. She said yes. 23 yeah, years she later? She said yes. Yeah. So this, there was a, it wasn't good between the two of them. Yeah. Walt Disney and uh, Patricia Travers, P.T. Travers. She had some issues with the film. She didn't like that they softened Mary Poppins up. Nice. Because she was a lot more stern in the book. She didn't like the music. She wanted it to be more like Edwardian period. She didn't like the like romance, like the hint of romance between Mary and Bert. She hated the animation sequences. <laughs> yeah, she she didn't really like Julie Andrews for the role, from what I read. God she damn. thought she was too attractive. Yeah. So when she finally met her, she like examined her, and the only thing she said was, "Well, you've the nose for it." <laughs> like what the fuck. <laughs> Um, according to the New Yorker, she was not invited to the premiere event, yeah. the first premiere, uh, but she somehow managed to obtain um, like a ticket or whatever from a Disney executive. In the after party, uh, according to Richard Sherman, she walked Get up- these garbage-ass receivers out of here! <laughs> she walked up to Disney and said that the animated sequence- at the fair had to go <laughs> and Walt Disney said Pamela that ship has sailed and walked away <laughs> oh I mean you thought like what was it Tupac and Biggie yeah oh you guys and because of the way that she was treated and because of the way the movie was handled she'd never agree to another Disney adaptation again which made me wonder about the sequel but she's dead now and Walt's Whoa. dead now Whoa. so well maybe their kids hate each other too yeah. <laughs> it's the, uh, oh, what was it? What? The, that stupid one with the hillbillies. The Hatfields and McCoys? Yes. <laughs> They're the Hatfields and the uh-huh. McCoys. Thanks, babe. Uh-huh. Um, and then the only other, like, salacious thing about this, salacious, is that even the right word? I, I, maybe. Um, I guess we'll see. <laughs> is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. There was a lawsuit. Why? Because Because they stole that shit too? Probably. Oh, wow. Um, Gloria Parker and Alan Holmes had a song called Supercalifagilistic. See, we we have an R in ours. Supercalifagilistic espialidogis. Uh, It's called Super Song. Um, Disney won the lawsuit, though, because the lawyers were like, oh, this word existed prior to their song. It's (laughs) just a word, and we just made a variant of it. (laughs) So, yeah. So there's all the, like, things about the minutia. It. Yeah. So let's talk about the movie. Mary Poppins. Yes. Uh, so it starts with credits, which apparently my students don't like. They compl- Credits before the movie? They complained about it. Why? Oh, why do they always have to do the credits before the movie starts? So you can kind of, like, settle yourself in. Yeah, get a, get a feel. Yeah. Set a tone. Yeah, I don't know. They were just bitching. That's what they do. Um, but there's credits. Music from the movie is playing. They pan over London, which now we know are paintings mm-hmm. of London. It's really London. It's really London. It's, they you know, flew a helicopter. It's real to me, damn it. Over London with a camera. With a, a, a drone. Yeah. Yeah. And a GoPro. <laughs> um, but Mary is just sitting on a cloud. She's just chilling mm-hmm. on a cloud. And uh, we cut to the music man guy. <laughs> I didn't know his name yeah. at the beginning. And uh, he has really shiny teeth. I love that you didn't know who that was. 
Like no, I knew, I know, I know. Oh. It was Nick Dick Van Dyke. I didn't know the character's name. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he had really shiny teeth, well, which maybe is because of the uh, yellow screen process. I don't know. Are you saying that Dick Van Dyke has yellow teeth? No, his teeth were shiny. <laughs> yeah. Like his teeth were wet. Yeah. And I just couldn't stop looking at his teeth. Okay. Like I'm looking at your teeth right now, and I can't stop. Your teeth are very white. Shut up. They're beautiful. God. Um, but yeah, so he's performing and he's doing a little ditty and singing for people. And he pauses for a moment because he can feel the wind changing. Mm-hmm. And he, some, something's a brewing, babe, with the wind changing. <laughs> why, why are you laughing at me? Just looking. I know words. Don't <laughs> laugh at well, looking at me. Um, but yeah, so the wind is changing. But then he goes back to his music and he puts his hat out. And nobody gives him change. Because people are cheap asses. Cheap. Yeah, dicks. Um, but then he faces the camera and talks to the audience and talks about going to Cherry Tree Lane. And he walks us over there and he says hi to the Admiral, who is up top on a roof. On a roof of a fucking house or apartment building. Or and I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you what... Like, I, I thought I was missing something. I was like, why the fuck is there an Admiral, and I think his first mate or first man or whatever, on top? They have a cannon up there. A flag, and they also have like a, a lifeboat that they can kind of just uh, move down the side of the building. And they they fire this fucking cannon off like every morning at certain intervals. Yeah. And I didn't know why. Like, why is this guy up here? You know, like <laughs> is is this like a, a a symbol of how rich they are? Like, that, I can afford my own fucking crew I, on top of my house. I wrote it down. Admiral on a ship on a roof. What is happening? Mary Poppins, so, obviously. I think he's just quirky. I think he's like the quirky old man that everyone has in their neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. And he's probably like a retired captain, and mm. he's just... I don't know. He's probably got PSD. PTSD. I, <laughs> we should probably be kind of concerned about him. But yeah. So we go next to the Banks' house, and they're having some nanny problems. They have some bad roaches. You see... You say they're bad roaches, and they are portrayed as bad roaches. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're that bad. I like, don't either. I think they're pretty pretty normal kids, and especially when you see them in certain settings, it seems like they're they're very uh, like upstanding and proper, yeah. and like even like kind of thoughtful. I think it's just that like their dad's an asshole. Maybe. Although, I mean, well, we should probably explain to people bad roaches because they're probably no. like, what the fuck are they talking about. <laughs> We're talking about an infestation, people. <laughs> it's a fu- it's a fucking like you you want to you, you, so bad. yeah say you want to know how deep we go and how legitimate we our kids as bad say, yeah you want to know how how legitimate our references are and how intelligent and well read we are. Well, <laughs> motherfuckers, let me tell you, we reference Family Guy. In 2018, that's how we how roll. We that's where we are, and that's been at least at least ten years, ten to fifteen years old. That we've been calling kids bad roaches, absolutely, in secrecy and privacy. Well, I'm, I'm not secret. I'm not secretive about it. I know, but we don't like say to people their kids are bad roaches. You can assume it. Yeah. <laughs> Except for your brother, he gets on those bad roaches. That's right. <laughs> um. No, because what I was going to say is, like, being a teacher in 2018, like, there are some shitty kids. There can be. No, there's, there, there is. Okay. There's no, like, maybe. There is shitty kids. Okay. I mean, just watch that Jimmy Kimmel clip about parents turning off uh, Fortnite while the kids are watching it. <laughs> what the it. fuck are you doing? They fucking hit their parents. <laughs> I know. 
Oh my god! Like if I ever tried to hit my parents, like I'd be in the hospital. Like they would have whooped me. I'd be dissolving in a fucking bathtub somewhere. <laughs> um, but I I do remember babysitting in college, and I had like these three super Christian farm kids who used to hide on me. Like mm-hmm. they'd run out in the field and like hide from me because I was just sh- I would like fall asleep while I was babysitting because yeah. I was I had to be there at six in the morning. I was so tired. Um, but that just seems like a thing kids do. Like, ha, yeah, ha, let's trick so. the babysitter. Ha, ha. <laughs> but they didn't seem <laughs> like bad kids. So, um, But their their mom, Mrs. Banks, who's kind of an airhead. Um, I don't think so. You don't, you don't think so? Don't Is think she so. one of your girls? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> no. She's a sister suffragette. You're goddamn right. And I think this is really doing a disservice to women who are working working moms. They're just portraying them as, you know, yeah. They don't know what's up with their kids. I guess. Yeah. yeah. It, start, it started all the way back then in the 1910s. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like her spirit. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like her. She's fun. Rocking sick-ass sashes, singing. And hats. Yeah. Yeah, so the woman that plays her, Glynis, yeah. it was, uh, she thought when she was being um, asked that she was going to be asked for the role of Mary Poppins. Obviously. But was not. So she demanded, well, asked, I guess, maybe demanded, yeah. that she had a song in the movie. Like if she was going to get I the, mean, in, in a Disney movie, that's a pretty yeah. tough ask. Like but. if she was going to take this role, you, you need to write her a song. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. So it was um, Suffragette City. Uh, but so what's going on is this nana this nanny does just tired of these kids she's fucking done she's like these kids are too decent they ran away again I'm obviously fucking lazy and I'm out of here so Um, so as the mom is talking with the maid are they maids yes with the cook and the maid um, who by the way the actress who plays her is named Hermione which I didn't know was a real name that's actually Hermione (laughs) I always thought it was when I was reading the book. Um, so yeah, there's a real life Hermione, and uh, but yeah, so they're talking, and all of a sudden they're like, like it's time or it's whatever, yeah. and they all like grab on the furniture, and then the admiral shoots a cannon for whatever reason, and I loved how like the piano goes rolling yeah. across the room and furniture falls, and all the vases are falling off, yeah. and but nothing breaks because they're ready. Yeah, they're ready. <laughs> Well, about this time is when Mr. Banks comes home. George, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Is he Charlie Chaplin? What's going on? No. Is that who I'm thinking of? Am I uh, the right person? Maybe. Bowler hat, mustache? Yeah, but Charlie, I feel like Charlie Chaplin's mush, mustache wasn't that big. He had a little more eyeliner. Yeah. Because I, I, I was trying to think of who he reminded me of, but it was never coming to me. The Clockwork Orange poster? Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, bowler hat. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. I don't know. Anyway... Um, so Mrs. Banks tells them the children are missing and they need to call the police. So he's on the phone with the police. And as he does that, um, a policeman arrives at the doorstep with the kids and he was like, wow, that was quick. And they're trying to explain that they didn't really run away. They're we're, kite. We're chasing a kite. It got away from us and we can't just lose it. Yeah. So they had to go after their kite and uh, they ran away because of that. It's not their fault. And they're kind of going over the fact that they've had six nannies in four months. And Mr. Banks is like, it's because Mrs. Banks hired them and you're terrible at what you do, apparently. That's right. And uh, so he decides to take over. 
Um, is flying a kite a euphemism for like doing drugs? Uh, I feel like it's a weird I don't believe so. Drug re- like it sounds like a drug reference. Like right. I feel like when you tell somebody to go fly a kite, you tell them to go fuck themselves. Oh, uh, maybe so. that's what I'm thinking. Of. And that is definitely something you would say to kids. <laughs> go like, fly a kite. Yeah, you, you're gonna fucking say some shit to me. Go fuck yourself, you little bad piece of roaches. shit. Yeah. yeah, cut you so bad. Um, I blame the schools. But yeah, so he starts dictating to Mrs. Banks, like, this is what I want the ad for our nanny to say. And it's all just, like, someone who's firm and mean and meh. Uh, But basically, the kids walk in and they're like, never mind, Dad, we got this. So then they read their advertisement, which is they want someone with rosy cheeks who's sweet and brings them candy. Everything, like, a kid would probably ask for in a guardian. I guess, yeah. And they need to have a a, a white windowless van. And <laughs> now, do you think that little girl has soulless eyes? Because I was looking at her, like, what is off about her? Um, I thought it was teeth. Maybe it's the bangs. Maybe. But then the more I watched the movie, I was like, holy shit, she looks like me when I was seven years old. Blaze. <laughs> but I didn't say she was ugly as fuck. Oh. <laughs> I was adorable. Uh-huh. Apparently, I had soulless eyes. <laughs> Um, but Something's they, never changed. They just want a baby or a nanny who won't give them castor oil, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough ask. <laughs> Stop talking shit. I, I don't want that epicac. So <clears throat> the dad takes it and he's like, this is stupid. And he rips it up and he throws it into the fireplace and it sucks up into the fireplace like magical Santa. Yeah, so I wouldn't say it sucks up. They just kind of start floating out. Yeah, like the wind, yeah. the current pulls it out of the fireplace. It's it's fucking voodoo. It's Santa. It's Santa. So much hotter than Santa. Um, cue the nannies outside <laughs> who answered the the dad's ad for what? <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. No, I didn't. I, I never do. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a line of nannies outside the door. And... They're like, it's not time yet, because the cannon hasn't gone mm-hmm. off yet, so we have to wait for that. <laughs> so, the children look outside, and they're pretty bummed, because there's all these nannies who look like stern British nannies. Yeah, they're looking pretty haggy. Which some of them, so for the casting of the movie, some of them are actually men. Dressed <laughs> <outside>. <laughs> yeah, nice. so they looked really like men. Yeah. Um, Unshaven. But suddenly a wind comes. <gasps> And I mean, it's pretty bad, you guys. Like, it, it uh, is blowing these chicks away. They might want to put some plywood on their windows yeah. and, like, nail some shit yeah. down. Yeah. These are fatalities. This is some uh, hurricane gale <laughs> wind. Uh, but, yeah, so the nannies blow away, a la, it reminded me of uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh... I was going to say Schwarzenegger's house, but... What? Blazed. What? <laughs> I don't he, get he it. He had a child. An illimit, Ill- illegitimate child, one of his nannies. They're blown away. God damn it. Come on. Yeah, I don't get it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm talking about fucking fellatio. With the help. I, I still don't get Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so the wind blows the old nannies out, and in comes Mary Poppins floating with an umbrella. <laughs> and uh, she comes in, and the dad asks for her references, and she was like, Oh, I don't have any of those. Those are old-fashioned. And basically, she just kind of hires herself. It's like, she great. hands him the ad. She's yeah. like, this is the ad. This is what you're looking for, and I'm here. And it was the one that he tore up, but now it's back together. And he's, like, looking in the fireplace. Like, 
Pick City's going crazy. What the fuck just happened? Um, but yeah, so he he tells the mom, like, oh, I've hired a nanny. And the mom says, how clever of you. I would have muddled the whole thing. <laughs> so she, she knows. Yeah, she just kind of placates him. Uh, so now we're in the nursery. And uh, Mary Poppins pulls out her carpet bag. And um, how many times did she look at herself in a mirror? A few. Yeah. When you're practically perfect, you know, you, yeah. you do what you got to do. I think she just knows that she's that good. <laughs> I um, but yeah, so she pulls things out of her carpet bag and then she has a tape measure and she's measuring the kids and instead of giving them a number, it tells like their personality, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what they were cause I didn't write them down. Basically that they're just whiny little birds. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, one, one, what was it? That he's stubborn and not judgmental, but he, I don't know, yeah. like skeptical or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he was skeptical. Yeah. And then the girls was that she doesn't clean up. Yeah. Like, she doesn't tidy up after herself. Um, and then it's they're a like... very specific yeah. tape measure. Well, it's very specific. I, I kind of want one of those tape measures. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure they probably have them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like a real one. Oh, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they're like, well, that's not fair. Let's measure you. And she does. And it says, Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. <laughs> um, and then she says it's time for a game. And this game is a super fun game, babe. Is it? Yeah. Do you want to know what this game is going to be? I think it's one that you don't play very often. What? Oh, no. No. I just... Guys, this new house does not have a dishwasher, and every single day I have washed my dishes. And I laugh at her, because that's what I would do anyway, even with a dishwasher, because I'm not a bum. Shut up. (laughs) Kevin, I have kept this place tidy. (laughs) I have kept this place acceptably clean. Except for all the unpacked boxes and clutter that are probably my things. (laughs) (laughs) I've been opening boxes like, what the fuck is, I don't even remember packing this. What is this? Yeah. That's why I, I try and tell her for years. Stuff. Anyway, it's time for a game. This game is called Let's Clean Up. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the kids are like... Sounds rollicking. No. We... Yeah. Um, but she is like, basically, you just have to make it into a game. If you make work into a game, it's a snap. Right? <laughs> and so she sings Spoonful of Sugar. Mm-hmm. Which I know this song because I had a Disney sing-along tape and I remember those birds. Um, those animatronic... <laughs> yes. Robins. They were fucking awesome. The precursor to Disney Imagineering. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that kind of... That was like their foray into animatronics. Mm-hmm. Um, Eat your heart out, Stan Winston. <laughs> so they're snapping and cleaning up the room. Because when they snap, things just go back into place. Except for Michael, who can't snap because apparently he's just used He figured it out. He did. Okay, champ. And then he was getting close in the closet. And yeah. So then she, she just, uh, Mary Poppins sings to herself in the mirror, and then the mirror kind of takes it a step further yeah. and goes on a little solo, and she's like, you cheeky son of a bitch. <laughs> um, and then it gets a little out of hand with, like, drawers flying open and doors, and Michael gets trapped in the closet until <laughs> she puts an end to it. Trapped in the closet. <laughs> in the closet. So now we're at the park. She takes him out for a little outing. Takes him out for an outing? Yeah. Works. <laughs> oh, my God. Takes a, them on an outing. I have a huge vocabulary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> out and outing. Um, and Bert is there, which was the name of Dick the, Van Dyke's character. Yeah, the one-man band mm-hmm. in the park. This accent of his. Is amazing. Boy. 
It's like, I, I was trying to think of a way to describe it to you guys of what this sounds like. It sounds like Dick Van Dyke is trying to do an impression of Michael Caine from Dick <laughs> Carter. Like young Michael Caine. It's so bad. Apparently. It's as bad as my impressions. His uh, like dialect or accent coach was English, but from like Scottish? Like English Scottish? I don't know. Yeah. And he said, there's a, there's a difference, obviously. And he said, honestly, his accent wasn't much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, Bert is now a screever, which I guess is the British word name for a person who does street art. I would say a, a street urchin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but he's drawn some beautiful chalk drawings on the sidewalk, and he's talking to the kids about jumping into there, like going to visit them. And Mary's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't do those things. I'm very proper. <laughs> and uh, so he tells the kids to, like, wink and blink. And, like, they try and jump into it, but it doesn't work. And Mary's, Mary's just like, ugh, like, I guess I have to do it. So she takes them into the countryside in the picture, and they go... Fucking horseback riding. Well, they do that, but, like, first, Bert and Mary kind of, like, have this thing. They share a moment. They do. And I kind of <laughs> wonder, like, what is their history? I want to know more about it. I'm sure I could find some fan fiction. Uh, yeah. Man. Uh, I'll tell you at the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me a grown-up story? That's right. Um, so... They sing a song, It's a Jolly Holiday with Mary, and it's basically just how much he just enjoys Mary and her (laughs) company, and there's some penguins that get into it, and there's some dancing by Dick Van Dyke, which apparently he had no dancing lessons prior to this movie, and he just made up some moves on the spot. (laughs) I think he's pretty great. Obviously, I I have no judgment or frame of reference as far as dance goes. Yeah. I thought he looked pretty. Uh, he threw himself into it. Yeah, he was not. Awesome. He was not in that. He was committed. Think. Yeah, he looked like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. But Bert's kind of thirsty as fuck, like <laughs> for Mary. Okay. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's too attractive for this role, so, but at least she's got the nose. Um, there's some farm animals that they kind of dance around, which I think the horse and cow look very similar to the ones in 101 Dalmatian. Really? And I was like, are they starting this recycled animation no. already? Um, but yeah, their canes dance, or his cane and her umbrella dance, mm-hmm. the penguins, uh, and then at the restaurant, so I wasn't sure if you were falling asleep at this point, Yeah. uh, when Bert starts listing off all the women's names, and Mary's face is like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and at this point, I was wondering, when they just talked. You better stop it right now, don't even go there. What? I see your notes, and I don't like what you're doing right now. What? No. You don't even... You motherfucker. No. I'm going to say it. You you better not. At this point, I'm wondering, with as perfect as she is, and everyone loves her, is Mary Poppins a manic pixie dream girl? Yes. Of fucking course (laughs) she is. She's fucking magic. She's perfect. She's fucking magic. She's practically perfect. Yeah. In every way. Yeah. Puppins, babe. Fucking comparing her to goddamn Zoe Deschanel. Get the fuck out of here. What are you even thinking? God, why do you bring up that movie? Because that's because so that was like the uh, the archetype for it. That was like the. I don't tu- even want to hear that. That was like the turning point for when I was like, "Fuck Zoe Deschanel and the stupid movie and JGL." You better not ever say that again. 
Although I do like her in Bridge to Terabizia. See? Yeah, I know. And also All the Real Girls. And, See? And Bridge to All Terabizia, the Real Girls. She's a manic pixie dream teacher. <laughs> Music teacher. Yeah. Anyway, so now we get to the horse. They're on a carousel, and they're like, this is fun. And Mary's like, I can make it even more fun. <laughs> and the horses just jump off the carousel, and uh, now we're... There's some fox hunters? <laughs> I don't know. There's, like, fox hunting going on, and yeah. so Bert saves the fox. And um, then they end up on a horse track. Mm-hmm. And because Mary is a manic pixie dream girl who's practically perfect in every way, she wins the horse race. Of course she does. Yeah. She's practically perfect, babe. <laughs> And um, so they ask her, like, you're probably speechless. How, like, how do you even describe how you feel right now? And she says, there's one word, which is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> yeah. um, so then that happens. And then it rains. Yeah. And because these are chalk drawings that they jumped into, oh, no. it how melts away. Yeah. So now they have to go back to the real world. And when they go home, because... People who get their feet wet apparently need to take medicine. <laughs> um, she gives them medicine, and the kids are like... Well, it could be cold if their feet are wet. Yeah, but you don't get sick from having cold, wet feet. Maybe. That's like when I used to go outside with cold, wet hair in like the winter, and my parents would be like, you're going to get sick. Yeah, and they were right. No, it's not a thing. So, they're try- they want to go to bed... Or they have to go to bed, and Mary's like, you need to go to sleep. And they're like, but how can we sleep with such an exciting day? <laughs> and she, like, because they're, like, telling her, like, we went to the carousel, we did this and this. And she's basically like, it didn't happen. That's right. Like, she's, like, gaslighting these children. <laughs> I was like, Mary Bobbins is a really great at gaslighting. <laughs> nope, didn't happen. I don't do those things. Who, Mary Poppins? No. <laughs> Never. No. Anyway, next morning. Uh <laughs> You catch that the mom wanted to throw rotten eggs at the prime yeah, minister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's a great example for those children. Goddamn right. The dad's cranky. She's an independent woman. She's independent. I like I like her style. Oh, she's right. feisty. I like those feisty women's, those feminists. Um dad's cranky because everybody's in a good mood. Mm. Yeah. Um so the kids go out to run errands. With Mary Poppins. Well, didn't he want to talk to her? Yeah. And then she, like... He wanted to, like, kind of put her in her place. Yeah. But then she, again, gaslit him and, like, turned it around. Mm-hmm. Him. Yeah. But anyway, the kids are going to go run some errands. Mary Poppins talks to a dog and finds out that some guy needs her help. Yeah. So they go, <coughs> and it's this guy Albert's house, who is... You will know him immediately because yeah. it is Ed Wynn, who was the voice of the Mad Hatter. And I know what Edwin looks like because I actually saw him in an episode of The Twilight Zone. What? Like, way back in the day, where he uh, is a salesman who makes a deal with death to cheat death. Oh, that's interesting. It's pretty good. Man, The Twilight Zone is so fucking good. I know. Like, as you said, so good. As you said Twilight Zone, my eyes or my brain flashed to uh, the ride. Ima- imagine, if you will, a world. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I just thought, like, oh, man. Not, not, not unlike this one. Can we ride Tower of Terror, like, ten times no. in Leo? No. Oh, my God. I fucking love that ride. Anyway. Um, so, Albert is singing I Love to Laugh because he's been laughing so much he's on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. He's floating. He's high. Yeah. <laughs> he's high. Um, and then he gets Bert laughing, so Bert's up there now, too, and they're kind of going over the different styles of laugh. There's like a hee-hee, mm. or like through your teeth, a yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he says the blurt, 
<laughs> what? It's a blurt. Ha! And I was Shut like, up. oh my god, that's Kevin! You're an asshole. <laughs> anyway, uh, I have a note here. Are they high? Again. Once again. They're, yes, are they, they are high, high in the room. Okay, they are high but up. But they're having tea. They're high up in the room. Because Mary Poppins has had enough of this shit. She wants her fucking tea, so I guess she has to go up there and join them, but she doesn't let the kids have the tea. That's right. So what is in that tea? Mm -hmm. Hmm. (laughs) And then there's a dead cat joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what was it about the dead cat? When she goes to tell the lady her cat's dead, and he's like, do you need a replacement? And she was like, oh, no, honey, like, you're not a cat or whatever (laughs) it was. Oh, my God. Uh, then there was the wooden leg joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember anything. That's because you are a terrible, terrible person. No. <laughs> I have autoimmune disease. <laughs> Whatever. It eats away at my brain. Uh-huh. Um, but then it's time to go. And everyone is like, oh, that's sad. And they all flow down. <laughs> And then Bert tries to tell him a joke, and then they end up crying. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Well, because he tell it, he's like, uh, he pretty much says it's a shitty joke. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Like, that's his punchline. Yeah, it's a terrible joke. <laughs> so it's time to go. Now Mr. Banks is home, and the kids, those kids need to learn to keep their goddamn mouth shut. That's right. Because they're telling him about, oh, we were on the ceiling and drinking tea, and the dog talked, and blah, blah, blah. And Mr. Banks is like... What are you even talking about? He's not having it. So basically, he wants to talk to Mary Poppins about all this foolishness and needs to stop. <laughs> and he's telling her, like, I want the kids to be like this. You need to be firm. And she's like, oh, yes, like you. Like what you do. Yeah. And basically turns it around on him so that he thinks it's his idea to take Jane and Michael to his work <laughs> at the bank. Which, good job, Mary. And, uh, basically, he doesn't want any of that slipshot female thinking, so. <laughs> it's bedtime. Um, I don't know why she starts telling them about the bird lady. Yeah. Because she's telling them they're going to go to the bank tomorrow, mm-hmm. and... She's trying to plant seeds in their head to do the right thing. That's what I figured, but it just came about in a weird way. Yeah. Because she's had the snow globe, mm-hmm. which almost got thrown away at Walt Disney Studios, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, the janitor had it in a trash can, and one of the people found it and was like, oh my god, this almost got thrown away, and not in the archives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so she sings about the birds, and uh, giving the lady tuppence <laughs> for a bag. I looked it up. Tuppence is two pence. There you go. Yeah. Tuppence, baby. <laughs> tuppence. Next day, they're at the bank. And uh, Michael really wants to feed those birds. Yeah. Because he saw the premonition from the day before. Yeah. And uh, his dad's like, I'll show you what I, what you can do with that tuppence. Let's go to the bank. <laughs> and we can invest it. And it's safe and sound. And then there's a song about banking. And financing. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, I, pro- I thought you probably loved it. <laughs> yeah. Kevin's like, yes. And don't, don't spend your money. Fiscal responsibility. It. Oh, my God. Uh, but these greedy-ass bankers are like, give us your dubbins. and uh, Think this, of the things we'll do with it. Yeah, you can... Railways in Africa and blah, blah, blah. Investing, you guys. And... Aqueducts. He takes it, and Michael's like, give me back my money. And someone hears him shouting, give me back my money. And this lady's like, the bank won't give someone their money. I want my money back to you. Right now. 
And it causes pandemonium, and everybody withdraws their money from the bank. So, look at FDIC, man. Yeah. Gotta get that shit insured. They weren't insured. That's what they get. Uh, so, basically, the kids run away because there's chaos, and they think their dad is super mad at them, which he is. And uh, they run into Bert. And he's now a chimney sweep. Oh, man. He's just a jack of all trades. A man of the world. Yeah. And Bert's trying to tell them, like, your poor father. Like, he has nobody looking out for him. Like, you guys, you know, you have your mom and your dad and Mary Poppins. But your dad, your dad's, you know, slaves away at this office. Just poor dad. Gotta think about the guys every once in a while, you know? Yeah, you know, poor poor old white men. (laughs) And this is when Bert sings Chim Chiminy Chi. Chim Chiminy? Chim Chim? Yeah, Chim Chiminy. And he takes them home. And the mom, she's got shit to do. Yeah. And she's she's got a meeting with the ladies, and so hey, strange man, yeah, will you look after my children? I don't know you, and you're covered in dirt. Yeah, do you want to watch my children? She's like, besides, it'll amuse the children. I guess. Um, so he's gonna sweep their chimney, not her chimney. He might if she plays her cards right. <laughs> um, but he's like, yeah, you never know what what will happen around a fireplace, and. Uh, Mary Poppins, because it was her day off, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, day off? that's that's why they didn't have anybody to watch the kids. Yeah. And the mother was so receptive to just leaving with some strange-ass guy. <laughs> so, you can't do that nowadays. I mean, you probably could. Yeah. If you, if you really wanted to, if you really didn't like your kids. I mean, nobody leaves their children with you, so... That's because I'm awesome, and they know not to encumber me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's cleaning the chimney, and he, like the kids are looking up it, and that's when Mary Poppins appears, and she's like, "You'll never know what happens around a fireplace." And then Michael, Michael gets sucked up. Yeah, and then she's like, "Oh bother!" And so they end up on the top, and they do a little tour of the rooftops, and uh, they're all covered in soot, mm-hmm. and she makes a staircase out of the smoke. And they climb it. But I was like, you're magical. Make it a fucking escalator. Fuck that shit, man. Get your steps in. <laughs> anyway, speaking of steps, it's step in time. you goddamn right. Step in time, step in time. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, first of all, if I was the homeowner, I'd be like, what the fuck is all that noise on my roof? It's the pores. Don't worry about the it. The pores. Um, second, step in time. As fun as it is, goes on for 14 minutes. Is it that long? 14. I mean, it did feel like a while, but... I thought 20 minutes, because wow. I was like, holy shit, like, I get the point, but let's, come on, get back to work, you We're guys. jumping around, we're doing parkour, yeah. back in the fucking 60s. This was the very, like, theater-ish yeah. point of the movie. I was like, it was okay. broadway Okay. Like, this would be great to see on Broadway, by the way. Is that a thing? Of course it is. I'm joking. I think so, but not this version. Yeah. It was a different version. But yeah. Was it, was it uglier Mary, Mary Poppins, probably? She probably doesn't have the nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Step in time. Step in time. <laughs> Shut <laughs> it up. just went on for uh, so yeah. long. Much like this segment. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, since they're on the rooftop... And the Admiral's like, what the fuck is going yeah, on over he's there? he's on his ship. You can't have people fucking dicking around on rooftops. That's our deal. He's on his roof ship. And he... Says, so, so okay. Yeah, he's... First mate, or whatever the fuck your name is. Wow. Foil the cannons! Why are you Australian? Foil the cannons! <laughs> so he just starts firing some, fireworks. some fireworks. Yeah. 
And they all have to, like, get the fuck out of there. So they start jumping down a chimney, chimney, which goes into the Banks' house. Because why wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, luckily, Bert puts some sheets down like a gentleman. Yeah, all over the furniture. (laughs) Sorry about your rug, though, bitch. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, one of the fireplace or chimney sweeps. (laughs) The fireplace people? (laughs) Fireplace man. (laughs) One of the chimney sweeps approaches Ellen, who was, like, the maid person, and she really didn't need a man in her life. You don't know that. She was grouchy. (laughs) And, uh, the mom is, like, as they're exiting, vote for women. Uh... And the dad walks in, and he's like, what's all this? And all the chimney sweeps are like, what's all this? What's all this? Step in time. <laughs> Govna. That's when they say it. Oh, that Govna. Govna. And he's like, Mary Poppins, explain this. And she's like, I never explained anything. And then she goes, <laughs> just oh, rolls out. Like, really? She's OG. That was a ballsy-ass bitch. Bad-ass. Um, then he gets a phone call from the bank. Yeah. It's good news. It's probably good news for set late at night. Yeah. And he's like, it's that Mary Poppins ever since she got here. And, uh, Bert starts talking to him and is like, Mary Poppins, are you sure? And talking about grinding that grindstone. Bert has a heart to heart with him. It's like, I know you got a tough man. You gotta gotta do that grind. You gotta say grindstone. You're working, getting that fucking cheddar, that bread, that paper. (laughs) Get that paper, as the Wiccan would say. (laughs) Um, And the kids come down and they're very sorry. So sorry that Michael gives. Well, they're very bad. These kids are very bad. They're bad roaches. Yeah. Uh, Michael gives them, gives him his tuppence. Yeah. Two. Two, two pence, okay? Not six pence. Not four pence. The, none the richer. Not Mike Pence. <laughs> Certainly not Mike Pence. <laughs> um, but he has to go to the bank, so he does. And it's firing time. Oh, really? Yeah. No, that, that's not how I thought it would have worked out. Because uh, there's a there's a run on the bank, you mm-hmm. see, which hasn't happened since those Americans and their tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's quite the jab at America, by the it way. It was good stuff. Yeah, how Americans like their tea. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, there hasn't been a run on a bank since the Boston Tea Party, and they lost all the money from that. But because of his son. It just caused a ruckus. Yeah. So, as his firing happens, one of the bank guys takes his hat and, like, punches He punches a hole in it. He wrecks his umbrella. And I think he tears his, uh, it's like a corsage or something like that. Yeah, flower. Yeah. Yeah. That was was hardcore. Yeah. He's like, not not, not only are you fired, but also, fuck you, I'm gonna gonna wreck your shit. Yeah. And so, he kind of reaches into his pocket and he looks at the two pence. Yeah. Tuppence? Tuppence. The the tuppence. The tuppence. And, and he goes crazy. Well, they ask him, do you have anything to say for yourself? And he looks at the two pence, and then he starts laughing, and he's like, super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. What? What? What What are you saying? And he goes crazy. Um, on his way out, he tells the wooden leg joke yeah. to Mr. Banker, yeah. the old man. Who is Dick Van Dyke as well. Yeah. <laughs> Which Disney didn't want. But Dick Van Dyke was like, no, I have to. So he auditioned in makeup, and then Disney was like, okay, if you give a sizable donation to this art college that feeds my yep. studio program. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the the old man like laughs and laughs and laughs, and he starts to float towards the ceiling. Okay. So 
So now we're at the Banks' house again, and Mary Poppins is leaving, and the kids are like, don't leave us. But the wind has changed, and her time has come. Mr. Banks comes home. First, they thought he was missing. They thought maybe he jumped in a river, jumped off a bridge. Yep. But he's alive. Yeah. The, the, the low-key fucking uh, just lighthearted suicide jokes were choice. Yeah. It was good stuff. Yeah. And uh, he's like, let's go fly a kite, you guys. He fixed their kite. And, uh, yeah, so now he's ready to be a family man and take care of his kids. That's right. Apparently, so the kite is a symbol in the beginning of their broken family. Okay. And in the end... It's lost. It's, it's no, it's found. mended together. Yeah. I know, where was Mary Poppins to fix my broken family when I was growing up? I could have used uh, one of those. Uh, yeah. Maybe, that's, maybe a kite. It's a loaded question yeah. in a very large subject. So... It's time for therapy. Yeah. It's therapy talk. Let's, let's dissect the downfall that was my parents. <laughs> no, I don't think so. You don't have time for that? No, no. Um, so, yeah. So, the dad's like, let's go fly a kite. And they go. And as they're doing this, Mary Poppin gets ready to leave. As they're flying kites at, I'm assuming, a kite festival because everybody else is yeah. flying kites. Um, the son of the old man banker yep. is there. And he's like, hey. Hey, guys. <laughs> a fucking yeah. joke, man. It was hilarious. Remember that part where we fired you? Yeah. yeah. Dad loved your joke so much. That he fucking he, died. He died. <laughs> he died laughing. And George was like, oh, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. And he's like, oh, no, no, it's no problem. I've never seen the old man so happy. Yeah. And then he, he rolls him out and, and gives him a fucking flower on his jacket again welcome, to replace the one that he back, tore bro. up. No yeah, welcome feelings. back. And we, we need a partner. So, like, you're, you're failing upwards. Yeah. That's kind of how it works. Sweet. Um, but yeah, so now he's a partner. You know, no hard feelings. Yeah, not now now he got that fucking paper. So now what he's gotta do is take over and squeeze them out. Exactly. Yeah. And he'll be like, I'll show you. Um coming with all the sick ass jokes. <laughs> motherfuckers are all dying. Now we go back to Mary, who's like on their doorstep and getting ready to leave. And her parrot like her the end of her umbrella is like a parrot head. Yeah. And it's telling her like those kids, basically, that the kids don't appreciate her as much as they appreciate their fa- their father. That's right. And she's like, "Well, as it should That's be." That's how it should be. But you can tell that cut her deep. Damn. That cut her deep. And I wondered, is that parrot like her inner, like critic? And Maybe. it's just it's just talking down. To it could her. just be a shit ass parrot. I think I think it's all a facade. This whole sunny disposition, Damn. and really, she's just insecure inside. I'm, I'm not seeing that. And that parrot is just telling her. <laughs> What her inner doubts are. <laughs> well, motherfucker, you're connected to an umbrella and I'm a person, so suck on a dick. <laughs> anyway, speaking of dicks, that parrot umbrella is one. <laughs> uh, but then she opens her umbrella and flies away. That's right. And now it's Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Um, not Sherry Bobbins. No. <laughs> <laughs> it works out a little bit better for Mary. She did not become an alcoholic. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this. The reception of Mary Poppins. It won third, or excuse me, it had 13 Academy Award nominations, including Best Picture, and that was a record for any other film uh, released by Walt Disney Studios, and the only Best Pick nomination during Walt's lifetime. Mm -hmm. And it won five. Best Actress for Julie Andrews, Best Film Editing, Best Original Music Score. Best visual effects and best original song for Chim Chim Tree. Which, gonna ask you, do you think that's the best song in that movie? Um, no, I don't think so. That's usually how that stuff works out. Usually, usually the, the best songs that stand the test of time 
aren't the ones that are immediately recognized. Yeah. I mean, that's not always the way it goes. Because I feel like Supercalifragilistic is the most memorable. Yeah. But Chim Chim Tree does have a really great melody. Yeah. Um, Julie Andrews, who wanted the part of My Fair Lady, because that was being made at the same time yeah. as this movie, so... She thought she was going to get that part. She wanted that part because she had done it in the theatrical rendition. In the theater. She lost out to Miss Audrey Hepburn. (laughs) And instead, Julie Andrews played Mary Poppins. Well, for the Best Actress Award, she was up against... Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Yep. And uh, Julie Andrews got in instead. And then she threw all the shade. She threw all the shade. (laughs) During her her victory speech. fantastic. Look it up on YouTube. It's great. Um... Yeah. yeah, so according, I, I was reading, according to a BBC article, yeah, Dick, well, I mean, in general, yeah. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke's attempt at a Cockney accent is regarded as one of the worst film accents in history, cited as an example by actors since as something as they wish to avoid. In a 2003 <laughs> poll by Empire Magazine of the worst film accents of all time, he came in second. Did you look, I don't know what number one was, but. I, I know, would, I know who it is. Do you want to take a guess? Uh. I don't know. Sean Connery. <laughs> In what? I don't know. Really? Yes. No shit. Okay. Yes. Okay. We'll look it up later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, some more about the reception. Variety praised the film uh, for its musical sequences and the performance of Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke. Uh, Time said that the sets are luxuriant, the songs lilting, 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 the scenario witty but impeccably sentimental, and the supporting cast only a pin feather short of perfection. Yeah, and the film earned $31 million in North American rentals during its initial run, which seems pretty fucking good for only costs like $4.4 million. Yeah, yep. Um, according to Cobbett, C-O-B-B-E-T-T, Cobbett Steinberg, uh, this was the most profitable film of 1965, earning a net profit of $28.5 million. And what did those profits do, folks? It gave Walt the ability to, to purchase the land in to Florida buy a swamp. for fucking Walt Disney <laughs> to World. To buy a swamp that so, nobody wanted. So Mary Poppins financed fucking Walt Disney World. A man with the vision. I'm going to take that swamp and turn it into a fucking... <laughs> Things. Really expensive place for people <laughs> to take their children. <laughs> children. To take bad roaches. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we don't take them. <laughs> yeah, so or no, yeah. We, we, we go with friends <laughs> who don't have children. Or just hang out with your emotionally stunted friends. Yeah. <laughs> Arrested development. That's how we all are. All right, Kevin. You're up first with reviews. Am I? You are. Okay, Babe, right. it's your turn. How exciting. <sighs> oh, my God. I didn't know what to think about this at all. Well, first like I told you, I'd, I'd never, I'd never seen it before. I only knew about it through references to anybody else. But I, you didn't see I, it as a kid. I hadn't even seen clips okay. of Mary Poppins. First, before. I want like you to say songs like that. You started to fall asleep in the beginning, and I was not having it. I wanted you to watch this whole movie, and I was like, "Babe, I'll just turn it off." And you're like, "No, no, no." I, I was like, "Babe, fall asleep. either sit up or I'm gonna turn this movie off." So, guys, I made him watch <laughs> this movie. I made sure so we could get a legit review, unlike Sword in the Stone, where you slept through the whole fucking thing. But that was bad. So you saying this is good? Well, you can't spoil it like that. Mm-hmm. No, it was terrible. So, yeah, I had no, I had no frame of reference whatsoever. And with it being like a live action, uh, hybrid, like 
a hybrid. It's like, oh man, this is, gonna, is this going to be a piece of shit? And I just I felt like it was going to be like super saccharin and you know like all the spoonfuls of fucking sugar. Like, I, just, <laughs> I just thought it was going to be a piece of shit. Like it's just really going to make just that like medicine a, go down. Just like a, a like a real kids movie. Like I wasn't in the mood for that. And yeah, but having said that and watching it, it's fucking awesome. Like I thought that. Uh, Julie Andrews or Mary Poppins in particular is just like even if you're gonna call her a manic pixie dream girl, like she's the like the ideal of like night. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say cheeriness, but she she is absolutely charismatic and unlike a manic pixie dream girl. Well, no, I mean, and like, like <laughs> she's just she has something that draws you to her. Mm-hmm. And what I was gonna say too, and I was gonna tell you this uh, before, I was catching a ride uh, to the airport. Last week, and I was just talking back and forth with uh, with the driver who's helping me out, and I asked him, you know, what what he used to do before he had done this because he was uh, retired. He said, "Oh, I used to be a limo driver for like fifteen <laughs> years." And I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, I would usually take like celebrities and dignitaries and stuff like that to Damn. the airport in uh, in in the area where he he was at." And I asked him, you know, who who was tough to work with. And if he didn't mind saying, like, who, who kind of elevated his opinion of them just by meeting them. Because it doesn't always go that way. Well, I'm not going to give away the one that he said was tough to work with. But he did say that Julie Andrews was, there, he said there was something about her. She was just amazing. And this, like I said, was within the last 15 years. So she could very easily have been a stuck-up piece like of shit. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. and, and he said that she just emanated. She she like glowed or gave off like some sort of vibe that made you want to do anything for her. And he said she was just so genuine and nice Aww, and approachable. That makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's so yeah. Awesome. And and that's kinda of, that's kind of the vibe that I got from her in this. And like you you were joking about like, you know, the Kevin's girls. Julie Andrews is fucking absolutely one of Kevin's girls. Current day Julie Andrews? Even that interview that you showed me with her is like I like the older ladies too. She's looking pretty yeah. fucking good. Yeah. But yeah, like Mary Poppins. What about uh, absolutely? And Dick Van Dyke. You know, even for he's as, one of your girls too. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> even even as bad as his accent was, I'll at least give the guy points for trying. And like like you said, really throwing himself into the role. Mm-hmm. Like even the like the dancing. Like he didn't know how to fucking dance. He had no classical training, and he still like sold it. Like he, like he knew what he was doing, and like you know. He, he was he was charming as hell. I liked uh, Mr. Banks. I liked his wife a lot. I thought Mr. Banks. Even, yeah, you did. Even with the uh, even with the the properness of it, um, I thought he was hilarious. Yeah. And the the writing was really good. There were a lot of really good like dark humor jokes. The kids were uh, like I said a lot more proper and not just you know the typical shitheads mm-hmm. that you would see like they're. Basically, damn near everybody was charming. The bankers, I was kind of in, but even that song was hilarious. Yeah, you know, with, with uh, just going into all like the uh, well, and knowing, the terms for financing and banking and like residuals and shit like that. Knowing that Dick Van Dyke is the old man, yeah. Because I was like, who is that? His voice sounds so familiar. Yeah. And you're like Dick Van Dyke. And I was like, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. But in the end credits, it like has a made up. It name, jumbles his name up, and then it scrambles back to Dick Van. Dyke. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. But yeah, so overall, like I. I thought it was great. Like I, I loved it. I'm, I'm not usually one. Well, don't get me. Excuse me. I'm, I'm gonna correct myself on that. I absolutely, at my age right now, am a sap. <laughs> but I don't, I don't usually expect to like 
things that uh, like kids, you know what I mean, would usually yeah. enjoy. Just because I'm not, I'm not really built that way, I mm-hmm. guess. But this is awesome. Yeah, I, I feel like we were just talking yesterday with your sister about how now that I'm like getting older, it's a lot easier for me to cry at things. Right? Like I like it, things just hit me. I don't yeah. know. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, I I'd seen this as a kid. I didn't remember all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I didn't know any of the songs. Like even when you said, "Oh, you don't know Spoonful of Sugar" or "Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious." No, I do, I, I I had never ever heard just, any of these songs. Before. I'm surprised you never sang it in school. No, like I know, like my first year of teaching, the music teacher had the kids sing "Supercalifragilistic." Yeah. Like that was a thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had like Disney sing along tapes growing up. Yeah. So I, I knew all the songs. Um, I, I think as a kid, I was bored of this movie. I could see that. Yeah. Because it's, it looks old. Although I think the visual effects hold up pretty well. Um, it's not like crazy. I good. thought the rooftops especially looked phenomenal. Yeah. Like when they had, when they had that, uh, scene of just showing the soot and, uh, smoke and everything like that at nighttime of, of London. The staircase. It, re- it reminded me of fucking like something from Blade Runner. The staircase, like when they made the smoke yeah. staircase, I was like, that's really convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, compared to like blue screen these days, I thought, you know, it's not bad. Yeah. I've seen cheaper, shitty movies made that look worse. Yep. That, you know. And this is 55 years old. Yeah, with this technology that we have nowadays, it should be easy to make things look good. Yep. Um, but no, it looked really good and we're watching it on VHS. So it's, it hasn't been doctored. Yep. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. I think we got to the part where she arrives and she's kind of like sassing the dad a little yeah. bit. And I'm just like, this movie is a fucking delight. Like <laughs> it really, it really is like that. Like that. I like text Ashley and was like, this movie's fucking delightful. <laughs> <laughs> It's just don't spoiler her. It's and you know, she was she had said to me, uh, I hated that movie as a kid, and I was like, you need to watch it again, right? Like, I don't don't watch it with your kids because I don't think they'll appreciate it, <laughs> or do if you want to punish them. Yeah, because there's some quips in there, like you said, like there's some humor in there, like jumping off the bridge. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's funny, but in a really dark way. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the songs are great. The dancing is great. I mean, he's no Cary Grant, but no. but even still, I was like, you're you're fun to watch. Yeah. You're fun. Chari- Some, Charisma takes you a long way. Yeah. Um, the I couldn't tell what he was saying sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Like that's probably just his interpretation of the accent. Uh, <laughs> but overall, it's a great movie. Yeah. It really is. And and I couldn't ever, like, I was like, why do people love this movie so much? I know. Because people, like, love this movie. That's kind of where I was at going in. I was like, what the fuck is the big deal here? I know it's a classic, but really? Like, it's fucking live action. How how good could it be? Yeah. It was made in the 60s. It's a musical. Who the fuck is Julie Andrews? Like... (laughs) (laughs) So, now we come to our rankings. And do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first because I reviewed first. Okay. It's going third after Pinocchio. I I was looking at my list like, man, I loved 101 Dalmatians as a kid. And then I watched it as an adult and was like, it's good, but not great. Like I yeah. remembered it to be. Isn't that fucked Whereas up? Mary Poppins was boring as a kid, but it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I'm going to put it after Lady and the Tramp and Pinocchio for sentimental reasons. I'm yep. going to keep those above it. 
but it's probably one of the best Disney movies that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just aside I think the only thing I didn't like is Step in Time felt a little too long. Yeah. It's enjoyable. And, and that was that was honestly one thing that I thought too is just the movie overall. I I can't I don't know what the runtime was. Two hours and ten minutes. Yeah. It felt like that a little bit. Did it, did it? A little bit. I was like, man, this is fucking long. I mean, not not in a I really want to be doing something else. Not in a kind of way. Blade Runner 2. Like, come on. This is a long-ass movie No, kind fuck of that shit. I just, <laughs> you, shut the fuck up. Um, Getting a little testy there, babe. Well, when you say stupid shit. <laughs> but no. like it, it, you, you, would, you would feel the runtime a little bit yeah. after a while. But it, was, it, was, it wasn't bad. I, I felt it through step in yeah. time. That was the one where I was like, Jesus Christ. That and the bird song. Yeah. I was like, speed it up. It's okay. Yeah. But, I mean, that wasn't enough to detract. It's a great movie. I feel like we need to stop doing this because it's really fucking up the dynamic. <laughs> uh, but I would put it at number three as well. Okay. I would, I would, I would put mine uh, right behind Pinocchio and right behind Dumbo. Okay. And right in front of the Lady, the Lady and the Tramp and 101 Dalmatians. Because like you said, it was a really, really good movie. I fucking love me some Julie Andrews. She can be my girlfriend anytime. So does this mean we can watch Sound of Music together now? We'll see. <laughs> are, are there Nazis in it? The, yes. Sold. <laughs> Haven't you heard Maria dies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my friend. No, don't me, explain no, it. No, explain it's, it. It's funny. So my friend told her husband in order to get him to watch it that Maria dies. So he was waiting for a Nazi to offer for the entire movie. <laughs> Never happened. Oh, so let's see what we have coming up. Oh, shit, boys. John, Stephanie's going to be so upset. Yeah, I'm curious to see, because I hate this movie, if I'm going to love it now that I'm a grown-up, yeah. or I'm still going to hate it. Yeah. I think I'm still going to hate you it. You never know. Uh, next is Jungle Book, and our short is called Straight Shooters. I have no idea what that's about, uh, but we will tell you yeah. next episode. And you, can, you can add us. Oh, at yeah. DTB Disney, and you can subscribe, rate, and review, and tell all your friends if you have oh, any. Like, if you're listening to this, I am assuming that you do not have any. Can we talk about that real quick? What's that? We got our first negative review. Oh, have we not said that yet? No, we haven't okay. talked about it yet. Well, continue. We got our first negative it, review. Because this person's not going to hear this, obviously. But. No, <laughs> apparently they gave up after 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they said it was... Crass. They said it was a good podcast. And that we cussed too much. But that the, the swearing was a little too much. They Which only- is insane to me. Because I want you guys to be like very clear on this. I'm not punching this stuff. No. Up. We're not we're not embellishing. Like this is how this is how I talk. And I mean maybe I won't yell and, and things like that at somebody when I first meet them, but this is how I talk. This is how I talk, this is how I act, this is my real personality. This is Kevin. This is Kevin's this, dad. This this, this is, is Kevin's brother. This is our this is our real dynamic. This is this is Kevin's family <laughs> that I married into. That's right. And I started off super Christian and religious. Very good girl. And now I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. God fucking damn it. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, this is how Kevin and I normally talk. Um, but I was excited to get our first negative review yeah. because it means someone other than friends and family. Exactly. Not that you guys don't hey, count. You know, you know what? Shit happens. It sucks. You, you, you would like everybody to yeah. like what you do if you're putting stuff out there, but it happens. But you can't please everybody. I posted on a podcasting forum like, hey, I got my first bad review. And they're like, share your podcast. And one person was like, yeah, it, the swearing is kind of kind of much. <laughs> but otherwise, the podcast is good. And I was like, oh. Cool. That's kind of nice because yeah. they, they, our podcast is good. They just don't like swearing. Yeah. 
So, so thank you. If you don't like swearing, sorry, but fuck off. <laughs> I know you've made it like an hour yeah. in, so yeah, thanks. I guess. Oh, maybe Mary Poppins is fucking awesome. Mary fucking Poppins. <laughs> uh, that's about it. Baby. Yeah, and guess what, you guys? We're in a house now. We're not in an apartment anymore, and we don't have neighbors. Yeah. Oh God, no. Yes. Oh, oh babe. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Gonna plug my sorry ears. about the fucking animals. I'm plug my ears. This thing is our business, and business is good. Bye. See you.